Welcome to Oh Brother, a podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out with your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, Traumatized at the Dentist. Ahoy! Ahoy! Is a day. It's good. I know I said that last time. And it was you did. Good. I mean, today, it's been a, a, a roller coaster, but we're good. It's, we're all fine. <laughs> right? Yeah, we're fine. Are you trying to convince me and Aaron or yourself? Mm, myself. And I don't even have my clock open. What am oh, I? no. Shameful. Man. Yeah, no. Uh, there was like, oh, I hit a button. Uh-oh. Closed out of everything. I, uh... Also, your Iwegian influence just showed up there in the middle of the show. Like, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> no. Like the archive, oh brother, note that won't. I, I won't do anything like that. <coughs> no, because they won't even open. They're so <laughs> massive. <laughs> I'm just populated. Uh, <laughs> free range desk. Oh. Oh. Well, so here's 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 what started this. So I um the computer that I use doesn't have very many ports. Um, and so, uh, but I require. A, a, fair a great many, a great yes. many, <laughs> and so I had to buy a dock to plug my computer in, uh, so that I could access like all of the things. Uh, and I previously had that sitting behind my box where my microphone is plugged in. It was kind of like obscured behind everything and out of sight, out of mind. Well, I've been needing to plug more and more things into it, and then what finally broke me <laughs> was, uh, um. The underwater camera that you got, kid, has a, a memory card on it, and my dock. Oh, blame us! I see. <laughs> my dock has a nice little slot for the memory card, but it's hidden behind everything. So I was having to like crouch down and like aim perfectly to insert, but underneath because my computer's on a little riser. It was like way back in this little tunnel, uh, and so I was like, I need to get this up front. So then it required a whole thing of like. Where do I have space for it? So now my my uh, my laptop sits on its riser underneath. That's the dock. To the right of this on the desk is now my little recording box. And I've got my second monitor over here. And then I've had to push all of my pens and, pa- and, and pencils in my little coffee cup way over, kind of far over to the right, away from me. So that's fine because they were sitting in the middle but if i put them in the middle they obstruct all the little knobs and buttons and doodads get them messed with when i'm recording so been quite the busy day what i'm trying to say (laughs) yes i'm sorry for your suffering me (laughs) i don't want to say i do important things but also i I did a lot of dusting and rearranging of my Yes, all the important things. All the important <clears throat> things. Um, yeah, so I spent my time doing that today. And then I also, <clears throat> this is uh, not a fun conversation, um, but speaking of emotional roller coasters, I let off with a good day. Then I get a call from one of our clients, and uh, we had just finished caring for her dog. It's a 15-year-old golden doodle. That's old for a bigger dog. Yeah. Um, she has all of the 
lumps and bumps and all sorts of stuff. And she's kind of off and on all these medications. Well, I don't know if you know this, but older dogs, they get those big bumps, you know, under their skin. Um, yeah. Some of those are cancerous that you have to treat. Some of those are just fatty. And some of them are actually like cysts. Okay. So those are. Fun. Oh. Um, this dog had one basically explode over the 4th of July weekend and had to be rushed in to um, surgery and she's recovering but all this happened like a week before our client is supposed to go away for like a week and a half long vacation (laughs) so oh my goodness yeah and so she's got this 15 year old dog with a foot long stapled uh, cut uh, wound basically down her side where they had to go in and remove all the bits and bobs and everything and um, and now obviously you're in this thing of like you have a 15 year old dog recovering from a major surgery she's weak where she basically we're trying to we're throwing out everything that we used to do and now doing a whole new care plan for her and then halfway through our phone conversation you know it gets emotional um, because she's she's now facing a lot of hard decisions that she's never had to think about before, and it's interesting because this lady she's um, mid fifties, she's owned dogs all of her life, but because of various reasons, um, she's never had to be the one to make the decision to let a dog go. Yeah, and it turned quickly into a very like she kept on saying she's like I'm so sorry you're not my you're not my therapist, so I don't know what's going on right now. And I was just like, look, it's like, it's okay. Who else are you going to talk to? But your, your pet sitter, right? Like, we're here. <laughs> and um, it was just interesting and uh, emotional to sit and talk with her as she went through that torturous process of, of reasoning and fighting herself to know when the time was. And like, she you could tell how terrified she was to you know pull the plug too early uh, but also terrified of waiting too long and suffering and just trying to reassure her and it's hard you know i was like look like i i don't want to have this conversation but you're going to be gone for a week and a half um we need to have a very frank conversation about what this looks like and what decisions you want us to make or not make while you are away um and you could tell she hadn't really thought about some of those implications. Uh, and we, we had that conversation and worked through that with her. And I had jumped on, I'm trying to pull together some um, resources and stuff to send her way to, to think about and process. And um, it was, uh, it was not how I wanted to end my day, uh, <laughs> but it was um, a reminder that, uh, that kind of loss and grief. This is very heavy. Sorry to start off the show with this, everybody. Yeah, um, man. But because <laughs> this is supposed to be fun, but grief obviously comes in many different forms. And I, 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 I hurt for people who feel embarrassed, right, by their grief. Like you could tell, she was, she felt uncomfortable grieving and already kind of like pre-grieving and and for the loss of a pet who hasn't been gone, who's not gone yet. Um, and she felt like, who was she gonna? connect with and so um i guess that to say listeners if you are experiencing hurt and turmoil and um don't know who to turn to 
your your favorite um, comedy podcast, Oh Brother, uh, can uh, <laughs> at least empathize with you. That's uh, true. And uh, <laughs> you can listen to many hours to help uh, soothe and, and make you, you laugh uh, and think about some things as well. Uh, but at least yeah. make you feel better about yourself. Going, yes, it, man, it, these guys are weird. <laughs> so, yeah, that was kind of like a big wallop in the face right here at the end of the. Well, it's hard too with. Uh, Go ahead. With, like so, the the pet process is weird because, like, about fifty percent of the people you talk to will be very empathetic and very understanding and very like, oh my gosh, I know. When I lost my baby, it was a blah, blah, blah. And the other 50% would be like, dude, it's just a dog. Shut up. Like, that's yeah. that's the other problem that you run into of, like, knowing who you can talk to mm-hmm. and, like, how much they will be able to empathize with you. Because a lot of people will not. They'll just be like, eh, whatever, just a dog. Who cares? Like, so that makes the process even more complicated because that obviously doesn't help you uh in your grieving process right it's like the least helpful thing to hear yeah. <laughs> you know like well i guess that's why people why she was probably a little cagey or a little um embarrassed to be talking about it yeah because, because she's probably had people push back or hasn't had a good reception with everything um and that's kind of why i you know, my, like, Yo, I'm uh, the pet guy. Come on, I, <laughs> I know, I was, like I don't. Yeah, I'm fine. I was like, look, if you're gonna talk to somebody, like, hi. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I do. It's 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 tough because people quickly move on from that, right? If you lose uh, uh, a human loved one, um, people reach out and they it it impacts a lot more people. I feel like where <clears throat> there's casseroles involved, at least in the Midwest, there's always casseroles. People people put it you know, they'll, they'll call you the next year or, you know, they'll kind of remember that stuff. So I've, I've tried to make it a habit of when a client notifies us that someone has passed away. I, uh, I put that in my personal calendar of who it was and their phone number, because sometimes they won't be a client anymore and that's fine. But I I make a point to call them every year on that date. Um, not to belabor anything, but just to say, Hey, you know, I'm thinking of you. Uh, I know, you know, this day means something and, and it means something to us still. So, um, wishing you all the best and thinking of them right now. Uh, nothing, nothing really big, but to try and, cause again, I don't want anybody to ever feel alone in that. Um, like you said, of it's very isolating cause you don't know who's going to be able to empathize with you or not. And if it's just one small thing that we can do of like, Hey, you know, we remember <laughs> no, nothing, nothing big, but I feel like that makes a difference. I hope I, uh, <laughs> an emotional afternoon ever since that it's kind of hard to, that's true. Well, so yeah, that's, that was our day. It was like heavy stuff. Right. At the end. What a fun day. Uh, desk fun day. reorg and sadness. So there you go. Yes. <laughs> yeah. My, even my desk reorg didn't quite boost my spirits. So that's what that's what my day was ending. Um, what about what have you been up to? What have you been watching, listening, reading? Oh, or, uh, uh, a bunch of stuff. We'll get to that in a minute. I was going to say, Aaron, do oh, you have okay. good news from Oklahoma? How are things? Aaron, have you had a better day than Colin? 
Uh, uh, yeah, it hasn't been too bad. Uh, all right, good. Okay, this, bring us back on track, week, Aaron. Here we go. This week hasn't really been uh, too crazy for me because um, it's been. Oh, let me change head real quick. It um, it okay. Where was I? Yeah. So th- this week hasn't really been too crazy because we haven't had uh, athletics. It's been what's called Dead Week in Oklahoma for sports. So I haven't had to do anything. So I've been kind of around the house. Um, Dad actually came down because he has to go to Enid um, or be in Enid uh, for some work stuff. And so he came down, we had lunch and just kind of spoke with them, you know, talked for a few hours. And then we took Shelby's car to get uh, worked on because it doesn't have AC. Uh, and, you know, it's a thousand degrees. So yeah. <laughs> you need AC. So we, we went and worked on that. And um, tomorrow um, starts our, um, what is it called? So it's the last day for, <clears throat> excuse me, um, for, for free period for, for Oklahoma Athletics. So a lot of schools do what's called a midnight practice. Oh, yeah. And so we're going we're gonna to go and have a midnight softball practice um, only for about like an hour or whatever. And so we'll do that. And then Friday I think this morning, is an absolutely terrible idea. I don't know why. <laughs> it, it's it's not a thousand degrees. There's, yeah, I will take that any day. I mean, I the best part is it's not a thousand degrees. I guess napping, taking a nap beforehand, or just staying up. Yeah, what's the game plan? Uh, what's the strategy? It kind of depends. We'll we'll see what <laughs> we'll see what how I'm feeling. Um, but what's the uh, Oh, and then Friday morning. Here's the kicker. Uh, we're we're actually going to St. Louis to a Cardinals game, and so we're we're leaving uh, Friday morning whenever whenever I get back. So I'll uh, I basically just got to do a quick turnaround of uh, of things. So whenever whenever that time does come, I will be uh, dead asleep in the car while uh, Shelby does some driving because I will be out, um, which which will be nice. So I'll um I'll go in and work for practice for a little bit and then yeah I'll be I'll be zonked out because I'll drive home sleep for maybe like a little bit and then oof I'll be done and then we'll go into a tunnel game. Is that uh, is it afternoon game or night game? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, nice double header. I don't know. Uh, then we'll we'll spend time up there. And then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll drive back Sunday, I think, is when we'll, the, um, we'll, we'll come back. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll spend the weekend up there. And then, yeah, I think that's about it, honestly, on our end. Nice. Very exciting. Other than the midnight softball practice. But, again not being 7,000 degrees is a pretty yeah, big positive that's, here. That's my, that's, that's our, that's our biggest thing. And a lot of schools do it for just kind of like take off the season um, and stuff. And so, but yeah. Nice. All right. So you have been doing much better than Colin. Good job, Aaron. Way to bring the show back yeah. up. Appreciate <laughs> you, buddy.
<laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What have, uh, what have you been up to there, uh, busy, busy person? Me? Yeah. I'm definitely not busy because it's summer and I don't have sports to deal with. So, um, yeah, I've been, um, watching cycling because it's too hot to actually cycle myself and playing video games a whole bunch going through the back catalog replaying some good ones right nice uh that's what i've been doing but yesterday <clears throat> my traumatic experience from yesterday okay oh, no. i need to share this because it was horrifying um i had to go to the dentist right Uh-oh. <clears throat> and i have uh <clears throat> right so i had i have this cavity in my front teeth like my front two teeth you know like so it's basically like kind of like a cavity slash just like a soft spot it was weird um it's already been filled once before a long time ago uh but the filling was getting old or whatever and they needed to redo it sure. <clears throat> and so it's re- it's basically you know your front two teeth are just like right next to each other the cavity is like in between them oh yeah right so it's awful so it's like literally the most uncomfortable cavity I've ever had filled in my entire life. The rest of them were just like, whatever. It's fine. Sure. Who cares? This one, the last time I had it, it was horrible. They had to put like the wedge thing in there. They had to do a bunch of stuff. It's not good. My gums are still sore because they had to like shove them up, you oh, know, okay. to get, uh, make sure they got it all in. Ah. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> all right. So yeah, this is, this is horrible. So, Trigger so, warning. but, but like if you put your fingers together, like your index and middle finger together, that crease that it makes, that's basically where my cavity is. Uh-huh. Okay. So in order to fix this, they had to drill out the old filling. So it's just like drilled right between there. So it was like half a hole on one tooth and half a hole on the other tooth. Right. Uh-huh. But I told them the last time I was in that, the bottom of my front two, what, what are those teeth called? Your what? Incisors. Yeah. Incisors. <laughs> I just want to make sure I got that right. Um, <clears throat> The bottoms are very uneven because of the way that my bite is. My mouth is like weird, right? And so they're uneven. The last time I had this done, the dentists took it upon themselves to fill that and just smooth out the bottom of my incisors, which was horrible because then my bite didn't close properly and it broke off in like two days, right? And so I never went back. So I was, I was asking them, I was like, you're not messing with that. Right. Right. You're not doing that. Right. (laughs) And they were like, no, why? I was like, because it happened before it was traumatic. I didn't like it. And the dentist and the, the dental assistant, like lady were like, yeah, no, we're not doing that. (laughs) And they have to like, because it's on the face of my teeth, right? They had to like do some smoothing and stuff, you know, and some like recontouring after they put this in there to make it. Look and so they were like, they were just, yeah, just to make it so you can't see it, you know? <clears throat> and, uh, they were doing that and they wanted to make sure that they weren't doing the bottom. So they gave me a mirror and they let me look at my mouth, but it was before they had filled my cat. <laughs> <gasps> no. Ah! I'm literally gonna have nightmares for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was like, how can I angle this so that I don't look at my teeth? Oh my god. 
So I was looking at myself and there's just this massive hole. I mean, uh, it, it appeared massive to me, maybe not well, massive to the size of a tooth, right? <clears throat> yeah. It is an enormous hole just like right on the face of my tooth, right in. <laughs> it looked like you may know, have a fence and you like drill a hole in the middle of the fence, right? For stuff. It's what yep. it looks like. This big old massive hole, and I was like, "Ah, oh, no!" So sorry. Don't look oh at that. Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow! Ah. Oh my gosh! It was so. It was so weird. I, like running my tongue over my teeth right now, just thinking about it. Like it's not still there. It's gone. Oh, sure. Nah. Really... Right. <laughs> wow, you feel like you'd want to. <laughs> It was so, so awkward and bizarre, like <laughs> mildly terrifying, right? Like, yeah, I mean, teeth teeth are terrifying anyway. Like on a good day, like they they're not fun. I don't enjoy them. That was, when I taught human anatomy, it was always my least favorite section to teach because you had to like see teeth, and they had lots of pictures of people's mouths, which is disgusting, and. <laughs> I just that's what I thought. I thought about asking this lady because she was like super nice and she was like telling me about the things that she was doing, oh. right? Which I told her I appreciated because, uh, like I've mentioned before on this show, that uh, dentistry is a great mystery to me, True. right? Like when I go to the doctor and they like speak to me, I can kind of follow along, even though I don't know exactly what they're talking about. Yeah, I can kind of I have enough background knowledge to kind of like piece together things, you know. <clears throat> and I know what questions to ask when I'm in the dentist's office, they just start like saying words and I'm like, what, <laughs> what are these mean? And then they'll like say numbers, you know, cause your teeth have numbers, I guess. And I'm like, oh, which one's that? I don't know which one that, where do you start? Like which side is the one, you know, these are things I don't know. Yeah. So <laughs> what is good? What is bad? Yeah. <clears throat> So she was sort of explaining to me some of the things she was doing. So I thought that was really cool. I, and I should have asked her why dentistry, <laughs> right? Because I know we've mentioned this a lot, so I won't go into we it here now. Be. But like, but like, why? Any listeners who are dentists, oral hygienists, something, please let us know what inspired you. For this career path, because I'm genuinely curious. Because having to see holes in people's teeth, I saw my own, and it was awful. So, like, I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh... Oh, oh, uh, so it was around the front incisor too. Uh, so weird. It's so foreign. I, I was like a Bugs Bunny cartoon gone wrong, right? Like, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> It oh it because it is so foreign and and I, I have taken the opportunity to when we take the kids in for their uh, dental checkup to uh, ask questions or have the kids ask questions to get the, the dentist and the hygienist to to explain what they're doing and that's been a really good uh, for the kids because Lillian has had to have. A cavity filled. It wasn't a tooth, and the doctor was just like, "Oh, this is just a bad tooth." Which honestly, I didn't know was a thing. Uh, but he, he was just like, "Oh, this tooth, like you could have just brushed this or like soaked it in uh, 
and Clorox, and it it just would have it would have always have gotten cavity in this. Um, so I I have seen a hole in Lillian's tooth, and that was not my favorite either. Um, but uh, having him explain the uh, like how the, the all the chemicals and the bonding and like the stuff that they put on there and pack it in and all that. I was like that, that was that was really good cuz you know I had cavities filled and they were just like open your mouth shut up ah! <laughs> <laughs> just like ah <laughs> I am scared right now <laughs> Yes I also learned that they have different shades of the cuz the place I go to they use the the enamel bonding paste stuff uh-huh. yeah. I, they don't use the metal anymore right they don't do that and so they were she was explaining to me that they have multiple different shades of that, so they can like more closely match your natural teeth color. And this is not something that I had thought about. Right, it makes sense, right? But I had never like taken time to be like, oh, yeah, you would need like multiple shades of that because everybody's teeth are just different. So like, <laughs> yeah. right. You go slapping like a super pearly white one on my teeth. It's not going to be, it's going to look weird, right? Like it's gonna, <laughs> not that my teeth are like grocery thing, but like they're not like, you know, the most perfect pearly whites. You know what I mean? So like you drink coffee. It's a I drink a lot of coffee. Okay. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, every time I go to the dentist and they're like, you drink a lot of coffee. I'm like, yeah. They're like, oh, you're a teacher. Never mind. Like this. <laughs> They're like, oh yeah, and it's fine. That's, <laughs> that's interesting. It's like we understand. <laughs> they're kind of like a, I don't know, like a psychologist or whatever. Because I've gone in and they <laughs> start cleaning my teeth, and they'll be like, "So, uh, how's uh, how's business been?" And I'm like, a little stressful. They're like, "You don't say." Anyway, because <laughs> they can see like, like apparently when I'm stressed, I really brush the right side of my teeth like really hard. Uh, and it hurts the gums, and the left side of my teeth gets neglected, or whatever. I I, I have a weird affect when I brush my teeth. That's very out. interesting. And <laughs> and my hygienist uh, can tell, which is which is terrifying. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> that is very peculiar. I don't know. <laughs> Odd. I know. It's, 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 uh. so, well, I'm glad. I'm glad you're all. Um, <clears throat> fixed up you have no holes anymore uh, yeah no we're good oh it was so bizarre it was so uncomfortable <laughs> i was like ah, ah, no that's interesting i still don't understand why they would decide to do it before you were it was filled right to see, i don't know usually they probably didn't like, think about it yeah I, i'm sure they just said oh hold this before they get started yeah i think that's what they did i think they're at a point in time where they were getting ready to do the filling and the shaping the face, right? And so they wanted to make, like, before they started that process, they were like, they wanted to make sure about the area that I was concerned about. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> like, before they had before they had started going and then be like, oh, you, uh, whoops, no, right? It's, it's your fault. <laughs> That's what. That's what. We're yeah, doing. apparently. That's what... <laughs> you, you looked too soon. Why did you? <laughs> How dare you? How? Oh, Give me a mirror. That's weird. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with it? Go to look. <laughs> yeah. It was really strange. So like Yeah, that was my traumatic experience yesterday. And my gums are still kind of sore because they're like 
<laughs> yeah, that's I, I that's always super uncomfortable whenever scratch push. Oh. Well in that area in the front too, it's like super sensitive anyway, right? Yeah. But I told him that the last time we did it like hurt real bad, so like by the time they like shot me up, I like couldn't feel my nose. So like I was Wow. <laughs> yeah, I was I was fine. Um they, with gusto, everybody. With gusto. Yeah. I was like the dude came back in, did his guy came back in there and he was like uh he was like, So you feel pretty numb? And I was like, dude, my nose is numb. And he's like, Perfect. Let's go. <laughs> and we're off. Like that's a good sign. He was like, better to be more numb than less. And I was like, you, that is true. So yeah. let's go ahead and get started. <laughs> yeah, don't want. Uh, yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was my big uh, excitement for the week. Sounds big. Yes. I mean, not fun. Yeah, not fun, but big and exciting. So. <laughs> slash traumatic like i don't <laughs> yeah 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 uh so yeah that was basically that's basically been my week. there was something else i was going to mention but i like forgot to write it down so i don't remember what it was now oh. so maybe it'll come back later but that's oh <laughs> <laughs> uh. so yeah other than that doing some video game action Playing through some back catalog stuff. Being like, oh, I haven't played this one in a while. This is good. Playing that. So, played so far. We did. What did I do? Uh, oh, I just finished Sleeping Dogs. Classic. It's great. When you, when you, I know we've talked a little bit about replaying video game. Um, I think an aspect that we didn't quite touch on last time, if you don't mind this tangent. Um, how do you prevent? That's all we do is tangents. And, and Aaron, you can chime in too, uh, as a as an uh, video game player. Um, how do you prevent yourself from playing the video game the exact same way as you did it the first time? It depends on the game, I think. Right? Like, uh, some of them will have like. <clears throat> ways to do it differently right whether it's like uh some sort of skill tree base like you focus your skills in like a certain area so like you know whatever um other times it's just like you can do things in a different order so it just kind of depends on the game right um sometimes the game like i played uh, i also played replayed jedi the uh, star wars jedi fallen order which is also excellent um <clears throat> like you just play it again because the story is kind of cool, right? And it's kind of like rewatching a movie, you know. Sure. Just like play it over. So there are some things you can you can use like different skills, different weapons. Uh, if it's a big crazy game like Skyrim or something, you can do just like insanely different things, like just go crazy. But like, uh, kind of just depends on the game you're playing. I think, Aaron, what do you think? I I have the hardest time in like Skyrim adjusting because you know, i'm like oh i'm gonna do this uh you know like the first time i ever played it was just like a true like you know two-handed or like shield and like sword or an axe like i'm you know i'm gonna do this but like the next time i play i'm gonna be like you know like a magic person and then i start sucking and i'm like going back to axe so, <laughs> that's so, true like, yeah 
I know that like Skyrim is difficult for me, especially kind of like that you know, the whole open world and you know that kind of style. Um, I know when I play more like shooting games, it's a little bit different. Not a whole heap of a lot because um, you know sometimes it's just I'm just going to run and gun and you know do what I can compared to like the next time I play, it's like oh I'm gonna you know I'm gonna be a little more tactical in this. And so like there's usually replay value, but some of those like first person shooter games. It, it's a little bit difficult to fully get into after a while um, because it's like, oh, you know, it's going to happen next. And, and so it's kind of difficult to have a good replay value that way. But um, it, it kind of depends on the game and trying not to get back to like, oh, you know, this is what I'm used to and try to branch out. Like the game I'm playing right now, as we speak, um, again, good old classic uh, Warhammer 2 because the full release thing for Warhammer 3 um, the the big map comes out in August like I'm playing a faction I've never played um, and that's it. with unique games like this like you like they have to be unique or you're just not going to play as much and so you have to it's kind of testing myself with playing something I've never played before being you know a certain way so yeah it kind of depends on the game but yeah if I'm if I speak up Skyrim right now, and I'm going to tell myself I'm going to be a, a true, like, you know, self and bow and arrow, you know, give me 30 minutes, and I'll be trying to smash people's heads in with a, a war axe, so. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, some games, like, some game, like, I also, um, <clears throat> today I just finished, like, Gears of War 4. Like, you're not really playing that game again, because to play it differently you're just playing it again because it's like fun you know what i mean like you can play harder you can put it on like insane mode but like i've never been an insane mode guy like i'm it's a little too too much for me but like i know fairly casual right but like uh you know games like that it's just like it's fun like the action and the gameplay is just kind of fun and so you just want to play it because it's fun right so like and again you get some good like the i'm going through and i'm also looking at like okay what games haven't i played for like a while right like i haven't played gears probably for like two years maybe i know like during like uh quarantine time right during that when i first started that i played through them again like all of them um so this time I didn't do that. I just played four and I think I'm going to play five next just because why not? I'm already doing it. So like, <laughs> but like, uh, it's just fun, you know, like it's just kind of fun to do. Same thing with like sleeping dogs. I played that game again. Cause the story in that game is like my favorite ever. It's just really good. Like undercover police officer infiltrating the triad in Hong Kong. Come on. How can you not play that again? Like, <laughs> it is. It does a really good job of being like intense, but also like a lot of the like secrets and like unlockable outfits are basically just outfits from seventies kung fu movies. So like, they know that well, like they <laughs> they know that also you shouldn't take it too seriously. So it's like really good mix. I played the Star Wars one again just because I like Star Wars. So like. Can't go wrong. 
I mean, let's just play. Look, oh no, I have to fight these stormtroopers with my lightsaber and force powers. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> so, like, you can do a little bit different. Like, you can use the force diff more. You can like actually <clears throat> strategize instead of being like lightsaber whack done. Like, gotcha. oh, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, like Aaron was saying, some other games are more. Like you replay them because they give you opportunities to do things completely differently. Like with the faction gameplay, like you get skills and abilities to do things that you can't do. And so you may have never done before. So it's like still new. Oh, interesting. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like <clears throat> that's some RPGs. You can do that with classes, but like, meh, uh, I'm just playing through ones that I like the kind of like the story and stuff. And so I'm just kind of playing because I haven't played him in a while. Like, oh, this is fun. I'm going to do that again. So that's what I'm doing right now. So <laughs> that's what I've been going through the list. And that's, that's just kind of why, like, oh, yeah, <clears throat> this is uh, it's just fun to do. I haven't played a Gears game in a long time. And it's like, so those ones where you play it and you're like, oh, yeah, I haven't played it. And then you play it, like you pick it up. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, I got it. Uh-huh. Like. There's some like instantly recognizable features. Although I will say I was thinking about that today. Like every single gears of war game is weirdly annoying because like they like just decide to randomly put, make the buttons do different things. Like why? <laughs> like I just wanted to use my Lancer bayonet. Oh no, it's going to be this button this time. Like, why? <laughs> why would you do that? Why would you not make it the same button? <laughs> also, I think in every single game, I may have mentioned this before too. So, um, <clears throat> but in every single game, like specifically the Lancer, cause I use that gun all the time. Cause it's like my favorite, right? Cause it's the coolest, but it like holds different amounts of ammo in like every single game. It's different. Oh really? Like, guys, guys, what are you doing? Why would you do this? <laughs> it's not like so noticeable to be like annoying. It's just weird. <laughs> <clears throat> That your ammo capacity changes so vastly. Not vastly, but enough to be like, that's a different number. Why would, why? <laughs> why is that a different number? Just, yeah, just enough to be, to be annoying. And <laughs> it's mildly annoying. Like, yeah. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, I, I was curious about that because I know the way my brain worked. I would be like, well, I played it, but I, I guess I wasn't thinking of the fact that some game can't. Um, play them through different. Uh, that was where my brain was stuck. Going okay, well, uh, I, I was thinking more of the trees, the, the stories that you could play through. Um, but if you don't have that, or just you know, pretty linear and basic, because I know if I did have those options, I'd be like, well, I played it and beat it like this last time, so I'll just go ahead and do that again this time yeah well there are there are again there are some games too that will allow you to do make like different decisions you know throughout the game and that affects kind of what happens later on so you can go through and just like make a different choice a different time right Mm, or like depending on what you're doing you know okay um so yeah i'm just playing these ones mostly because the stories are good uh i mean maybe not maybe in the case of gears like not like story's not really i mean it's fine but like uh but uh it's fun the gameplay is fun it's interesting you know 
Yeah. Shooting alien monsters in the face with a giant machine gun. You know, it's fine. Um, <clears throat> and it's just like, it's just fun to play. So, and, but again, too, I haven't played them in a while. So like it might, I, I get less enjoyment if I like play a game and then like a couple weeks later play it again. Right. Oh, Cause yeah. it's still so fresh in your mind sure. that it's, it's not as fun. Because after a while, there'll be parts you're like, oh, I don't remember this. Like, oh, and then you're like, as you're going through, you kind of are going, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I forgot about this part. I, okay. I got to do that. How do, and you like forget some of the things you have to do. So you're like, why? What, what's going to happen next? Because they're like, there's lots of little details that you don't remember. So <clears throat> you kind of, I mean, it's never going to be like playing it for the first time. Like, you're not going to be like super surprised, but you'll still, you know, if you wait long enough, like this, again, I haven't played this one probably a year and a half to two years. Like, you're just like, oh man, I forgot about that. Oh yeah. Why am I doing this? Oh yeah. What happens after that? Oh yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> kind of remembering it that way. Sure. <clears throat> Hi. Nice. nice. Kind of like when you watch a movie again, you know, same kind of thing. Now, Aaron, uh, thing on the, uh, uh, video game uh, track here. Uh, did you? Did you? Did we talk about the the Halo series uh, that came out? On, have you have you had a chance to watch that at all? The the TV series. Oh yes, yeah. Um, oh, you sound was, so excited. I sorry, it, I was extremely heartbroken um, when I watched it. Uh, so. Yeah. We're just starting how to be nice. Um, the, the people <laughs> that created nice it, it clean. Um, weren't, to my understanding, and someone in the comments, please uh, correct me. Um, they weren't or like I don't say like they weren't like original fans. Um, trying to get the the Halo series like started for the past um, like several years. You know, like big budget people have like started it, and then they're like, oh, you know, we ran out of money, or we're like, oh, we can do this. And so it's it taken because the first Halo came out in 2001. I was like, yeah, that's an original like, Xbox game. game. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, like, in ever since then, like, people have tried to, like, you know, let's make this, like, let's make this, like, a legit thing, but no one's ever picked it up. And so this series, um, it takes away from kind of, like, what made the game so good. Um, the main character, Master Chief, like never takes the helmet off. Like he's, you know, that's that's kind of his thing. And like within like the first like few minutes of the the first episode, like oh, helmet pops off, and so people really, like, ah, yeah, like that's not at all. Oh. And they don't they don't follow the source material because you know there's all this lore and backstory. <laughs> and what the only thing that they pretty much cover is like there's an alien race, check. Um, there's humans, check. Um, there's an advanced alien race that we know nothing about, check, and that's kind of really about it. They don't, oh, no. they, they get into a lot of things, and like, yeah, there are some cool visuals, but like, the alien CGI looks terrible, the acting's not the best, and it's, like, they get like a few things right, but that's really about it. Um, so, like, it, it shut off fans and the, and the other big thing is that it came out like at the same time as the new video game came out, which I have not played yet. Um, but they didn't like tie anything together. It was just like, oh, here's 
here's the series, here's the game, fine. Or it's like, well, like I kind of want like a little bit more, like what all is going on, but they don't they don't give you that. So it just and there's there's a comment somewhere that one of the creators is like, yeah, we didn't read or play any of the games. And I'm like, what? Kind of missing the whole like, stick behind all of this. Like there's so much that you can like use, but you're not. And Dude, so also you can play through the first couple in like not that long. So like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, and so like a lot of people didn't really do that. So it it turned off a lot of people from you know like the, the first episode. People were like, nope, we're done. And that that was pretty hard to kind of like take in. Like, but but it's, but it's Halo, and then you watch it, you're just like, yeah, I get it. And so that that was that's pretty hard to like to take in and enjoy, especially someone who like grew up playing, you know, Halo and, you know, watching all this evolve and, you know, finally getting that, that, that teaser trailer and, you know, following all the social media on Twitter. And then it comes out and just like, eh. and, and it is hard to take an adaption of a video game and turn it into like a movie or a TV series. Cause especially with Halo, like there's the games, there's the books, there's like the animated series that was kind of a thing, but wasn't. And then you have like all this, war and stuff and so there's a lot to it but none of it was utilized and it was just kind of like ah here's the person in the space suit all right here we go and it's just like no like if you're going to do it justice like you like yes a tv series is probably the best thing for all of this but you it's a lot so i i didn't i couldn't bring myself to watch the whole thing being as like a true like halo fan and so i i was pretty brokenhearted. I'm not going to sit there and bash it on like Twitter or something, but they, they know I was displeased. <laughs> but I'll do it on a podcast, dang it. Now, that's really upsetting because yeah, so. you're, you're right. Halo does have some like super interesting lore. Yeah. Right. And like, I was never, I never like got into it as much as you did, but the games are super fun. Right. Yeah. Like, they're really cool. And I was looking at this list. I apparently. I have not played the last two Halo games, I guess. So maybe that's what I should be doing right now. No one really counts four, so I think if you get the new one, which I think I played four on PC, which I'm going to get. Let me say I haven't played. I should get the Master Chief Collection. Is what I should do, probably. Well, so I actually have that, Um, but it doesn't have it doesn't have the um, the new one. Yeah, but. Because they're like, eh, this new one's coming out. You don't have to get it. And I'm like, oh, all right. So. Well, a, I think I have. I don't know. I have looking at the list of the main Halo games. I have played the first one, the second one, the third one. I did play ODST, and I think well, I it played wasn't that bad. Although I was terrible at it. Well, it's just weird. It's different, right? I did yeah. play Reach. I think, uh, yeah. and I played four, and then I. Reach, Reach was the first game that uh, when I was in college, my roommate and myself went to Joplin and we uh, um, waited all night for it at the um, at the GameStop there there in uh, in Joplin. So that that game has a little bit special uh, special place in my heart. Right, for, that's the one with all the other. It's like all the other Spartans, 
right? Isn't it that one? Yeah, it t- it takes place before. It's supposed to take place before the first Halo game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I d- yeah, yeah, that one. <clears throat> I did play that one, not as extensively as I played like mm-hmm. two and three for sure, because I played two and three a yeah. lot. Because I think a lot of people agree that Halo Two is just stinking awesome. It's but like. <laughs> <laughs> like it's great. The, so yeah, that's really upsetting that they would. Cause yeah, like I said, the, but even like the lore that you get from just the games and stuff is like really cool. Right. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. And they do a good job of like, <clears throat> they do that thing that I think is just so successful where they like tell you like a little bit, just enough yeah. to where your imagination starts going insane. And then, like, in some of the books and stuff, they're like, no, yeah, you're right. That does happen. You're like, what? Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not so on the nose every <clears throat> single time. Yeah, it's that thing where they're like, oh, yeah, but don't you remember Blah? And then that's all they say. And they're like, yeah, I do. And you're like, wait, what? What do you, <laughs> what do you mean, that? What are you talking about? <laughs> and then there's yeah. a book about it. There's a sweet book about it. And you can read all about how horrible it was, right? Because that's one of the things about the Halo universe is like nothing goes well, right? Yeah, that's kind of like it's kind of the same as like Gears, right? Like if I had to pick a place like a fictional universe to live in, I would not choose either of those two, (laughs) right? Like, would you want to live in the Halo universe? No, like (laughs) really happy. Would you want to live in the Gears of War universe? Absolutely not. No way. (laughs) Fair. Yeah, that's upsetting. Because I, I did hear about the TV show, but I never heard anybody. It was just one of those things. I was like, "Oh yeah, it's happening," and then. Yeah, it. A lot of people did not like it, and of course, like they, like so there, there's a few things that people were like, "Oh, you know, it's actually pretty decent," but then there was, eh, like, nah, they don't, they don't really like. So. I just feel like if you're gonna be a person who makes a television show about Halo and you comment in public saying things like, yeah, I never actually played Halo. Like, what? Yeah, that's, first, that's, first of all, how? Second of all, <laughs> if you like, you can play them. Like, you can still play them. It's not like hard to find Halo games, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and I'm sure the studio who's making the TV show would gladly provide it as portions of your, I don't know, research. <laughs> I say, yeah, they made the Master Chief Collection. You don't have to, it's not like you have to like hunt down an original Xbox and find an original copy of Halo Combat Evolved, right? You can like, you can just go online and download. You can even watch let's plays of other people playing it. If you don't want to play it yourself, you can just watch people playing it. Right. You can do that. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going Twitch. <laughs> I'm sure and just watch somebody play or YouTube. Right. There's definitely let's plays of halo games. It's like super popular still. So you can do that. So you don't even have to actually play it yourself. I would watch a TV show of just, like the gameplay, right? Like if they just use, if it wasn't live action, if it wasn't, if it was just like engine, like game engine, I would watch that. I would be fine. 
<laughs> like game, like game cutscenes, but it's just Halo. Like, yeah, I'd watch that. It'd be all right. <laughs> And I know that the history of um, adapting uh, <coughs> video games into movies very uh, rich and well done. Yeah. A- See the Mario movie. <laughs> and, you know, in my universe, in my universe, the Milo and Otis uh, ah! came, came out before the TV show. It just was a little bit delayed. Uh, and so they had to strip away some of the other stuff, but that's that's a good development of a TV sh- of a of a of a movie coming from a video game. Um, oh, is it? That's the best example of a movie from. Is it? You played the Milo Notice game, have you? Yeah. You, yeah. you watching Let's Plays of that? Is that what you've been doing? <laughs> Are there Let's Plays? Oh my God. I don't know. You can find Let's Plays of some really weird a video stuff. game. Yes, we've talked about this. I didn't know this either until Colin brought it up that one time. I was dumbfounded. What can you pot, just fight bears? Hold, hold on, I'm on know. YouTube right now. I'm watching a Bound and Leap Milo and Otis uh, YouTube video from. Oh, it's not. Uh, okay, well, I will. I will hunt this down. All right. There's 75 comments on that YouTube video about what? Yeah, it's it's fun. Okay. Jen did not know the video game. <laughs> I definitely don't remember us talking about it. So. I like the Famicom or something like really random. So like, it's not like a, <laughs> Oh yeah, I know it's not, uh-huh. it wasn't, it wasn't a market. Death. I don't think anybody else knew about it either. So it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, man, that's awful. Ruining Halo. There was that one. I don't, what was that one? That one YouTube series. They made a little short, Halo oh, so series? that was for that was Dawn, and that was for, oh, dude, that was rad. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, that was for Halo Four. Was that so four? First real, I think it was four. It was the first real attempt at um at like oh um, it's like live actioning uh, Halo, right? Yeah, live action Halo. So there was there was also a um little like mini video. Uh, that came out a few years ago, and like, like fans freaked out because it was so like good. I got, I got to find. I'll put that. I'll find it. I'll put that in my little yeah, yeah. chat thingy. And so, Halo Four onto Dawn was. I'm pretty sure it was for Halo Four. I don't um, remember, but I remember yeah, watching those. They were like, "Yo, this is great!" Yeah. So good, great acting. Um, really good budget because they have like. Microsoft and YouTube like promoting this, yeah, um, kind of thing, and so it like it people loved it, and so Dude, I, I I'm gonna go back and watch that too. Cause it was, I think I might now that I just thought about it again because I haven't thought about that in a long time. But that has all the epicness that you need from a Halo, right? Yeah. You need to believe that like Master Chief is a uh, uh, super mega amazing and is going to save the day mm-hmm. because that's what he does uh you know yeah. it's hard sometimes but you know yeah exactly right um, it, it, there's just enough mystique to it but yeah there, there's just like so much and you're just like hey okay all right i can, I can get behind this but i think because microsoft was involved there was the music in there right like the music oh, <laughs> like, yeah. bah. 
That stupid Halo theme is so good. When Halo 4 like came out and it's like, eh. Like I thought it was still fun, but like replay value, eh. Like Yeah, it's fun, but it's not as fun as two. Right. True. Like it's still yeah, got all the stuff. It's weird. It's got all those other aliens and thing, whatever. But like, yeah. it's not as cool as some of the early ones. Like I love the early ones. Yeah. But that oh man, that music is so amazing. That's one of the things that makes it the best. The score on that video. Talk about like make music making things just like amazing. Like that game has some like epic moments, and then you drop that music on top, dude. You just like crying. It, it's like the most mm-hmm. beautiful thing. <laughs> I was playing. Uh, <clears throat> this is a like I have the those Forza Horizon games, you know, and um, it's like the open world racing video games. So I've been playing those here and randomly too. But like, there's always a mission that you can do in there where you're like driving a warthog because it's like Microsoft makes it. And so one of the Easter eggs oh, yeah. is you can drive a warthog in this game. Like instead of like a f- driving a Ford Bronco, you can drive a warthog. And like, there's one of you like racing on the beach. And they start playing the Halo music. He's like, like, okay, well, I just want to play Halo now. Like, what you do? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'll be right back. Like, oh, like, all right, I'm gonna turn this game off. <laughs> I gotta play some, <clears throat> play some dang Halo, because that music is so good. Oh my gosh, it's like it just makes it right. Like the the way that they shoot those cinematographies, you know, they like make it like a movie scene and then they just drop that score on it and it's just like it's beautiful <laughs> that is some beautiful cinematic game design right there it's great <clears throat> so yeah I have to watch Forward Unto Dawn later I'll write that down so I can <laughs> note to self I'm looking it up right now it looks really it's epic it's great like five or six episodes or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. It's not very long. No, it's just kind of cool. Yeah. <clears throat> also seeing. Yeah. I might have to buy some Halo because I have like random old copies laying around here somewhere. <clears throat> I think I definitely have played Halo 2 the most. Right. That's why I like it so much. I just played it the most. I played that campaign a whole bunch because it's awesome. And then we played a lot of multiplayer. Oh, yeah. I've heard it's good. I should probably just buy the Mass Chief collection, I think. (laughs) You can't concur. All right. Well, put that on my list of games to replay. Well, plus, yeah, do that. And then to track down five, and I stopped playing. It was one of those things, like, It's one of the things like five was coming out and I was like, Oh, I should get that. And then like, just never did. And then I forgot about yeah. it. That happens to me a lot <laughs> with like everything. <laughs> like oh, I should see this movie. And then I don't. And then like, Oh, I should definitely play this game. And then I forget. So like, <laughs> but yes, maybe doing that soon. So thank you Aaron, for making me remember how awesome Halo is. That's a good job. <laughs> Definitely some fun replay value there. You're welcome. <clears throat> oh, lots of memories of playing those uh, f- 
four player matches, right? The death match thing, the first time, the like Halo one and two, maybe oh, one. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was fun. We used to play those all the time, <clears throat> and I was bad at it. That's what I remember the most. I was awful. <laughs> most importantly, I was bad. <laughs> raging at people because I was like just the worst so <laughs> I know I'm bad you don't have to keep murdering me why no yeah that was one of the first I don't I don't I don't I'm not really familiar with the, the timeline for those kind of um, real time uh, group video uh, plays but that's what I remember seeing a lot of shorts you know video clips of the total like you know where someone would get the sniping position and the the respawn and they would just have you pinned down in that same place like that that was pretty early on where that was pretty common uh in yeah that, in that kind of yeah game, halo right? kind of invented a lot of that stuff right <laughs> yeah uh, a lot of those terms that you hear people drop in with like online multiplayer stuff now that that kind of comes mm-hmm. from the leg- yeah, that's the legacy that, of Halo, right? <laughs> that that whole like, I mean, it, although Halo wasn't like the first like online like multiplayer like EVP like player versus player like anything, but it, it truly it was like the biggest you know, though. That, like, <laughs> yeah, it, it it truly like created that whole like online gaming genre, and you know, people kind of emulated like, yo, this is. You know, if we if we want to be competitive on like the online multi shooter, like we need to we need to make it like a Halo, and yeah, n- nothing nothing will make it as crazy. You know, Halo's up there with like the online stuff, like Call of Duty, like those those lobbies that you have to sit there and wait for. Like nothing was as crazy as waiting for waiting for a lobby and just having an in game chat and just people just the, the insane like the bold like Brandon said like the whole terminology that you hear nowadays like come from Halo. And like the Call of Duty, and like that same time frame. So, yeah, because like it, like you're right. It wasn't like the first big one. You know, people were playing other games, but it was like a much smaller communities. You know, mm-hmm. playing like <clears throat> Command and Conquer, or like uh, Rainbow Six, or oh, whatever. Yeah. You know, like it was a small, like it was a much more niche thing. But then, like Halo, <clears throat> anyway, Call of Duty, also that like, it like exploded. Those those games made it just like a hugely popular and accessible thing, and then like, yeah, it's kind of like the genesis of the the mass cultural acceptance of that phenomenon. Right, it was like playing yeah. Halo, you know, and then so yeah, Co- even Colin knows what camping is. You know what I mean? Like that's what, <laughs> look at this that. is how look, wide. That's how deeply that that penetrated for sure. Made it down to me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have the terms for it, but I think. But you that. perfectly described the thing, right? That's what it's like. <laughs> you know, a YouTube video. That's for sure. Yeah, see, there you go. <laughs> but it's interesting how, like, um, that video game obviously started in one aspect, then they morphed it into the online group play, and then that kind of took off and moved way past just the game itself and that's it's it's neat watching those communities form around not just the that property or that you know the ip but the 
the the experience. Obviously, there's good and toxic aspects that can, <laughs> that can come from that. Um, how that's just a very natural movement of gameplay, adding community, boom, it's something, it's a whole different monster. <laughs> yeah, and it was like, it was so weirdly popular and influential that like games would come out Right, and they'd be like, "Oh yeah, and there's online multiplayer." And you're like, "Some games, you're like, why? That what? Because <laughs> you know, it's a way to keep people playing your game, right? Because if you buy Halo Two, you not only can play through it by yourself on like super hard mode, you can also play online with other people, you know. And so it increases the value of your product, you know. <clears throat> but games were coming out, and they'd be like, "Online multiplayer." And you're like, "Why is there online multiplayer for Far Cry 3? Right. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Why would you do that? Yeah. So there was this, there was a, a, a brief moment in time where like every single game that came out had online multiplayer. And a great many of those games did not need it. <laughs> you know, it was just like, it was like a selling point. The, the developers like, we have to have it. So people will buy it. Cause it was like expected because the halo call of duty thing was so enormous. Oh. Right. And Gears good on it. And they did a good they had their own separate horde mode thing, right? But that was like you have to have it because these games are so popular. So games just come out and like, yeah, online multiplayer. Like wh- Yeah. What? It, it doesn't belong it, in this game. <laughs> it kind of just became the the feature list of that had to be checked for games that were coming out of well, those games are popular, so our game must have it. And you can see where like obviously in, in software or in games, or I'm even thinking of things like hardware, like or cars of there's kind of this fad of, well, one thing's popular. So how do we add that? How do we implement that ourselves um, without yeah. really thinking through? Does this fit <laughs> yeah. what we're trying to do? <laughs> and so a lot of games came out and they would have it and it would be like bad and it like, wouldn't work right. And like nobody used it. It was not cool. Like, it was implemented badly like you know so that they just <laughs> but they had to have it on there and like it was so weird <laughs> like <laughs> but yeah you're, you're right they didn't think through the process of is this going to make our product better it was just a checklist item of we need to have this but a great many of those games did did not in fact need to have that <laughs> Uh, but even still there'll be some games that are like oh yeah they'll forget online co-op like what no (laughs) (laughs) and of course famously the one game that had the sweet co-op and then stopped it was splinter cell and everyone wanted it back and they're like nah we're not doing this There you go. Yes. That is. Yeah. Don't uh, just add features. Yeah. Make sure they're useful. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. I think about that. uh, Where, when I I mentioned earlier, uh, some episodes go where we're going through um, softwares and such. And, um, it's very much a realization of all the softwares who have been around for more than five years 
all 100% have all of the same features and there's really hard to differentiate them uh, because it just became a, oh, well, I guess this is what quote unquote industry standard looks like. So we just have to have uh, and it just, it's just what we're going to do. And that's, that's fine. Again, as long as the feature works, but what all of them are finding now, and this, you see this in cars or video games or in whatever, uh, you see this in construction of like now everybody's having to update and move past all of the, uh, the downside to what you added, uh, and all of the, uh, trying to re- basically recreate something and everybody's doing it at the same time so there's not right now there's no real balance or really uh understanding of what is expected because everything that is quote unquote expected is all 10 years old at this point and it's not it doesn't meet people's needs anymore uh and so there's there's definitely a, a real downside and danger to get caught in even in your own personal life, where you're like, oh, well, I'm going to do this because that's what somebody else is doing, right? The jump off the bridge, do that, whatever. But like, if you keep doing that, you'll look up in several years and go, oh, this actually isn't relevant anymore. And um, I don't have a reason to keep doing this. So maybe uh, what, what do I do now? And try and figure out how you, how you move forward from that. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a real problem of just like bandwagon hopping. You know, like, oh, I have to do this because people expect it. Right. But they don't actually, because like with the multiplayer thing, right, people don't want to play your online multiplayer. They just want to play Halo multiplayer, right? Like, and just because they want to play the Halo multiplayer doesn't mean that they want to play yours. I mean, they might play for a little while, right? But then all of a sudden your lobby is just going to shrink. And you're going to have all these costs of like having servers and stuff. And like, you're just going to have to shut them down because nobody's playing it. Like three people are still playing your game. Right. <clears throat> because they're all like, no, I want to play Halo. I want to, <laughs> I want to do the Halo thing. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's a weird, it's a, it's a weird thing. Cause you know, you want to be competitive and you want to be like relevant, but also like if you can't do it as good as somebody else like people are just gonna do the other person's instead so like it's a hard you know as a business i would imagine it'd be difficult as a consumer it's different for me to be like yeah no that's bad why would you do that (laughs) but that's just the other side you know so eh, oh well lesson lesson learned and if uh, your business is is struggling with that uh call the uh oh brother uh Accordium here. Yeah, and don't add online multiplayer we'll, unless you we'll really need it. <laughs> we'll advise you through that process. Uh. <laughs> okay, well, glad we solved uh, that problem. Uh, indeed. Next week we'll uh, we'll tackle another one. True story. Uh, before we go, oh, yes. have you seen the new Lord of the Rings Ring of Power trailer that came out? Not. Oh. No. Oh. They have a trailer. Apparently, the show is supposed to come out in September. Ooh. Okay. Oh, okay. So there's a trailer. I watched it. The trailer is just kind of it's like a, a real short, like teaser trailer kind of thing. But you can kind of see what's up. Looks pretty good in the trailer, right? Okay. I have no idea what's happening. Obviously, awesome. Right? <laughs> but it looks pretty good. So. uh 
take a peek at that, see if you can find any more. But there is a trailer for the Ring of Power. Okay. So I will. There might be two trailers. Yeah, for the I Ring think, of Power. I'm seeing that there's trailer one, trailer two. This is what they do for their stuff. Um, you know, they. That's real weird. It's really but weird. like. But there are trailers out there, so. Okay. See, I'm gonna, gonna watch that as soon as we get off here. It's in the show notes, but I haven't watched it yet. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good. Okay, we'll discuss. We'll just. Ooh, yeah, that's definitely gonna have to be an episode coming up. Uh, expectations uh, for the uh, power. Don't ruin the lore. Don't be like the Halo okay. movie. Don't do well, that. We all know what's going to happen. So I think we just anyway. We'll talk. That's about true. <laughs> we're gonna manage our expectations for Amazon's The Ring of Power. <laughs> That's what we, we're gonna do. <laughs> we're gonna manage them poorly. <laughs> Hopefully, it's better than the Halo adaptation. Okay. Forward unto Dawn is awesome. Though I'm gonna watch that as soon as we're done here. Um, <laughs> Throwing all sorts of stuff. Okay. Yeah. We'll. Uh, I think we'll do. Uh, we need to. We need to do a full <laughs> breakdown of that. And uh, in our experiences with Lord of the Rings and uh, expectations and uh, something. True. And then look forward in a couple months to the Oh Brother review of the Amazon Lord of the Rings Ring of Power. <laughs> yes. I. I'm looking forward to that. We got a busy fall, guys. Uh, it's, be... it's true. So. That will be happening eventually. Maybe not in September, but eventually. No, it definitely will not be happening in real time. Uh, yeah, it will, does. it will come. Come back for our hot takes months after the show's been out. <laughs> We're the only ones doing that. There you go. You know, you gotta let it simmer a little bit. Think about I it. Two hot takes, they're not valuable. But six months after the fact? Oh, yeah. Just right. Yeah. Just right. <laughs> okay. Well, we will look forward to that then. Already. Okay. Love you guys. Aaron? Oh. Good luck the rest of the week. You got some busy times coming up. Sleep yeah. well. Enjoy uh, all the bat thanks. sports. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll give you all updated on, on how it goes. All right. So if, rip- if you need help staying awake. Uh, we, we we can do an emergency Oh Brother uh, bo- uh, broadcast uh, with Sleepy Aaron in the car on his way back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it'll, it'll, it'll be at least probably like, there, I think. So. It'll be in the morning when I'm heading back. It'll be all right. I'll wake up at like 2 a.m. You know, we'll, we'll, we got you. We'll make it work. <laughs> uh, I'll make it work. Okay. Sure. <laughs> hey, love you guys. <laughs> love you too. Love you too. Bye.